Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 360 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to be talking about something really important, definitely a mindset kind of topic today. We'll be asking the question of ourselves, what are you risking? What are you risking as you work on your tennis game? And I'm actually going to start with a, a story about a video that I just recently saw. And it might not make sense at first while I'm telling you this story, but it's, I think it's really important. And the, the mindset and the contrast between that story and what we're going to talk about related to tennis learning or tennis improvement, I think is super, super important. So over this past weekend, I was watching YouTube videos, taking a little bit of a break after doing the yard work. And I don't know why, but YouTube recommended a video to me of a skateboarder. And the thumbnail was just incredible. I, I don't watch skateboarding videos. I appreciate and respect skateboarding in terms of the athleticism and, and the, just kind of the, uh, the skill that it requires to be a good skateboarder. But I, I haven't consumed much of that content. So I was a little bit intrigued why they would recommend it to me. And the preview image was really intriguing as well. It was a, a picture of a, like a very zoomed out picture. And kind of in the distance was this, it was kind of a from the top overhead kind of shot of a skateboarder who was skating towards a huge flight of stairs. And the title of this video, if you want to go check it out, is Jaws, J-A-W-S, versus the Lyon 25. Uh, Lyon as in the city in France, L-Y-O-N. And so what this picture was of this was is of this skateboarder skating towards 25 stairs that were made out of stone. And I'm not sure if this is like a like a church or maybe some kind of government building or a bank or something like that. It was a big stone kind of uh, courtyard and then leading to tw- a set of 25 stone steps. And it was apparent from the preview image in the title that this guy was trying to jump down on a skateboard these 25 steps. So I watched, I watched the video and it was incredible, extremely inspiring. As somebody who I, I want to improve myself, I'm trying to improve myself on many fronts as a, as a person, as a coach, as a, as a player, which I'll talk about in a very um, upcoming episode of the podcast. Been working on my own game a little bit again. And so I love watching people challenge themselves, take on risks, and and try to get better at whatever their arts or whatever their craft is. And so this was a really inspiring example of that. And it told the story of these steps and how years before, I think like a decade earlier, a different professional skateboarder had attempted to jump down these these same steps and couldn't accomplish it in fact blew out his knee and like really major injury as a result of trying this trick and so now is kind of current day i think this video is three or four years old and a different professional skateboarder is there with the the older one that had attempted it previously kind of famously attempted it and nobody had ever made this jump before 
And the goal was for this new, uh, rather this younger professional skateboarder to actually complete the feat of jumping down these steps. And so it documents, I think over the span of two days or so, the challenges they come up against with uh, security and having the police called and multiple different runs and attempts from this professional skateboarder of making this jump. And it shows his failures as he attempts it again and again. And these, again, just kind of big stone slab, you know, style steps, 25 of them. I don't know for sure what the drop was, but I'm guessing, you know, the vertical drop from the top to the bottom where he's attempting to land is probably about 15 feet, maybe 15 to 20 feet, somewhere in there. So three meters, three to four meters. No, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) That would be like five meters, five or six meters, uh, somewhere in there. My fault. And so it's really significant just the the vertical drop of it down onto stone on the bottom of the steps. But he's also building up enough speed that he can carry the distance down past the bottom step so he can safely land on the, you know, the the flat part down at the bottom of of the steps. So he's building up, I don't know, what looks to be like 10 miles an hour, 10 or 15 miles an hour, a fast speed, and then jumping off the top and trying to land down at the bottom. So as, as he's attempting it and failing, he's getting more and more excited because he's sensing that it's, it's possible as he does more attempts. But the failures are just brutal because he's landing from 15, 20 feet up, traveling 10, 15 miles an hour, falling you know, down onto his skateboard and then onto the stone, the, the concrete down at the bottom. And it it looks extremely painful, and many of them I'm sure you know were you know occasionally he's just kind of laying there and obviously in in pain, and he's just absolutely sacrificing his his body he's risking his safety, he's risking possibly a, like a career ending injury, just like that previous professional boarder who had tried it Poss- you know possibly he's risking his his career and and potential retirement because he's trying this feat that nobody's accomplished before. So why, why am I telling you this, this story? And by the way, I recommend watching the video. It's just really, really well documented, really well put together, and just very inspiring um, events for me watching it anyway. And again, it's Jaws versus the Leon 25. And so why am I telling you this story? Well, think about tennis improvement. What are we we risking when we head out there onto the court and we train, we try hard, we push against our limitations, we we work to try to improve and do something better than the way we did it last time because we want to become a better athlete, a better competitor. We want to win more matches, we want to hit better shots, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What are we what are we risking when we go out there and put in that work? Well, we we are risking things. And I'm going to talk about four briefly. The three kind of ones that come to mind first are kind of the more tangibles, time. It, I I guess time isn't actually tangible, but you understand what I'm saying. Like it's a very apparent one right right in front of you. You're you're sacrificing. There's some opportunity cost there. When you spend an hour working on your backhand, that's an hour you could have spent doing something else. 
So we're risking potentially wasting our time. We're risking potentially wasting our energy and our effort. We're risking potentially losing a bunch of money, whether that be court time or the case of balls that you bought or the the lesson or the clinic or maybe the the traveling uh, the traveling event that you're going to, an instructional events or camp or whatever it happens to be. We're risking those things. And those things aren't trivial. But I, I'm sure you can see how I'm kind of contrasting that against the, what is this skateboarder risking by attempting this, this trick? But here's a fourth thing that we're risking. And I, I really honestly believe that this is the main one that stands in the way for tennis players. What else are we risking when we work hard at our game? We're risking our ego. Just think about that for a moment. When we make that grip change on our serve, or we try to make that swing path change on our backhand, we're risking getting worse before we get better. We very well you know, may drop a half a level before we even come back to where we started. We all kind of intuitively understand that that's a possibility when we make some kind of significant change in our game. We risk losing the players we normally beat. Again, big, you know, ego thing of being used to beating Sue or Jim, and now all of a sudden they beat us while we're making the, the investment in whatever this change happens to be. We risk missing shots that we normally make. And maybe in a, a team practice or a drill group or something like that, you know, if you have a reputation for whatever, you're, you're down the line forehand, and then all of a sudden that just kind of goes away for a couple weeks or a couple months while you're working on a change, these are all things in the back of our mind that we would rather not go through, right? Of course, if we could avoid all of those things and get better, that would be fantastic, but unfortunately, that's not real life. We have to put those things on the line. We have to put the, those potential losses on the line anytime we make a change. And we know in the back of our minds that maybe it won't even work out the way that we hoped in the long run. Maybe we'll invest that time, we'll invest that energy, we'll invest that money And we'll get worse at first and we'll lose to some players that we normally beat and we'll miss some shots that we normally make and it might not even be the right move. Like there's certain things where you just don't know until you try, especially with technique, like until we figure out how to integrate it into the rest of our game, there's, there's never really any guarantee that you're going to see a substantial long-term boost or benefit. Maybe you have you know really strong trust in the direction you're headed and the coach who's guiding you, but there's there's never any guarantee. And so there's kind of a, there's kind of two points I'm trying to make here. First of all, what we're risking compared to many other ventures and many other activities isn't really that big, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Compared to that skateboarder trying to land that jump down 25 stone steps. You know, he's risking literally his entire career and his body, you know, bodily harm and injury. We're risking missing a couple of shots and maybe losing a couple matches. But that pull of of the ego and of not wanting to give up, 
the reputation that we have and the results that we're used to, that's a, a real legitimate and strong pull. And so I think it's important to be aware of that and mindful. It's important to be aware of the contrast and the relative risk, the, the, the relative sacrifice that we're potentially making. It's important to know what's on the line and then also know, is it worth it for you? Is it worth it? Some players don't want to risk anything. And that's totally fine. I'm not judging those players. I'm not making any kind of value statement that they're not real tennis players or anything like that. If you don't want to risk anything and you just want to have fun, then awesome. Enjoy the game. Enjoy all the benefits that it has, even without putting anything on the line. You need to decide for yourself what is it worth putting on the line? Which of those things are you are you willing to potentially part with for a short period of time or forever? You know, you don't get that time back. You don't you don't get the money back. And so there are real sacrifices that need to be made in in order to make real improvement possible. So today I just wanted to bring those things to the forefront, give you something to think about hopefully expand your perspective a little bit. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube where we are the number one resource in the world providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis.